One, prepare. We're not prepared. Check that off the list. Take two stays over. Not happening. Welcome to the best kind of worst. No, no one fucking cares. Everyone cares. Who? I care. Dick suck. So there I am in the parking lot. Underwear and a guinea. Hang out in the backseat of a 7-Eleven. It's an ammo! We might die. So you want to talk about those lesbians? We need a bay update. I slept on the fucking tile! Grandma's recipe. There was a knock on the door around two o'clock. Two uniforms and her heart stopped. Yellow ribbon round an old tree. Blowing in the breeze. Here's to the ones who didn't make it back home. The ones we ain't seen in so long. The home and the beer was a wish they were here was and not to gotten gone. In a better place up there. Praise. That's all you can say, right? Praise. Episode 48. 40 Joe. This is uh, recording this a day after Memorial Day. Day after. That's right. It is the day after, huh? Yeah. Uh, still remembering though. Yeah, taking a moment just to remember. I, I was we were talking before. I, you know, when I was younger, I don't think I ever realized how important Memorial Day is. No, you don't really. Everybody's just like, oh, it's Memorial Day, and hey, we got the day off of school, so that's great, yeah. right? And that's about all you know. Eating up at the beach, you know, doing some nefarious things, and you don't really take a moment to reflect. You know, it's. It's really a day for reflection for those who, you know, have lost their lives, whether it be in the military or first responders, EMT, EMS. I mean, it extends all the way to nurses and healthcare professionals, you know, anybody that, that puts their life on the line on the front line for, for us to carry on our day. Absolutely. That's uh, the freedoms we have are laying on the beach. Yeah. I mean, I. When you sit back and think about it for a second, you don't realize how many how many people or how much it takes for us to be able to do the things that we do every day. You know, absolutely, yeah. So yeah, we'll just take a moment and our, our thoughts are with anybody that you know is remembering a loved one during this weekend or, or anything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, how was your week? We're back. We're back. We're back. <clears throat> we're back. We're back. You were out of the country. I was all over the world. I was out of that country. It was a good time. Um, it was good. What was it like a week and a half or so? I was gone. Uh, oh, are you asking me? Because I don't fucking. I know. don't fucking know either. How am I supposed to know? Uh, days are just jumbled. I don't know what year it is. Where's the producer at? It's outside. He's eating carrots. Um, great trip. We started off in Spain, there for a couple days, um, went over to Austria, which was definitely the best part of the trip by far. And you said that going in, like you called that. Oh, I wanted to go. Yeah. I had only spent like a day in Austria a few years ago. We were just kind of traveling through. So we flew into Austria, drove out. So I only saw a little bit of it. We came back, 
uh, before flying back out and had like a half a day. Um, so literally not even a full day in Austria. And, and what I saw was nice, but anytime I ever go over there, you know, Germany, Austria, Romania, the couple times I went there, like it's just really beautiful. Um, and I knew we were going to be in the mountains, which is what I was excited about. Um, cause obviously there's places in those countries that aren't all mountainous. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew we were going to be in an area that was at least somewhat mountainous. I didn't know how much. Um, and it was just, it was just breathtaking to be there. Um, great little area that we were, we were staying in for a couple days and, um, just everybody that we dealt with was super nice. We had a great time. Um, had one of the, I had probably the best Weiss beer I've ever had. Um, just, it was a great trip for a couple of days. Um, and we were supposed to go back to Spain, but we ran into a little snafu um, and ended up having to change plans last minute. We went over to Switzerland for a day. Um, so we had to get a last minute flight out of Austria to Switzerland. We stopped in uh, Paris. Uh, but literally had to run to the next terminal, almost missed our flight. Um, went to, so went to Geneva, Switzerland for about a day. Then we drove from there up to Germany, spent a day there, um, and then made our way back to Spain because that's where our return flight home was already booked out of. And it was going to be like, I don't know, like something like four to six thousand dollars to change Jesus. the flights. So it was like, well, <coughs> we'll just spend three or four hundred dollars and buy a flight from you know germany to to spain um hopped over there and came back home so the last well like four days were literally just work travel work travel work travel i mean it was just car rides plane rides packing unpacking um but you know we were still we were visiting beautiful places and having having a good time well, it's good. Yeah, I mean, I talked to you uh, once during the trip, and you were all stressed out because you didn't know where the hell you were end up. The well, next day. Yeah. we had literally just found out that Spain, going back to Spain, wasn't wasn't not that it wasn't going to happen, but it wasn't really the option for us at the time. We had a cancellation, and we had to change some things around. Um, so literally, we had a flight. I think I talked to you at like seven o'clock at night, eight o'clock at night, maybe even later. Uh, it was like. Well, for me, oh, it was for like, me anyway. for, yeah, for me, it was the afternoon. What so. time was it for you? Do you remember? Ooh, 2.30-ish. 2.30, so it would have been 8.30 for yeah. me. Six hours ahead. Um, I had a flight at noon back to Spain. Yeah. We knew that probably wasn't going to happen, but we had no clue what we were doing. We literally figured out what we were doing at 10 o'clock in the morning, two mm-hmm. hours before the flight we were supposed to take. And you So did- it was just... It was just a little stressful trying to figure it out, right? Because it was like, well, can we go here? Can we go there? Can we go here? I mean, sitting in Europe, not knowing where I'm going to be tomorrow. I'd be stressed out. Then you end up in Geneva. Yeah. The last place I thought I was going to be. The Hadron Collider. Look it up, boys and girls. Hadron (laughs) Collider. told you to go visit it. Did you? I don't remember that. I was probably too too worried about where I was going to be. Yeah. I told you to go visit the Hadron Collider. I don't even know what it is. Go create some antimatter, some dark matter, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Gosh, go, so start disrespectful. A, go start a black hole. Just start one up. Yeah. Sounds fun. That's what all the religious zealots thought. But um, anyway, yeah, I mean, overall, a great trip. We had a good time. Um, 
I ever decide to move to Europe, might end up being Austria. You know. Good on you. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. I'm still planning to move to New Orleans. New Orleans. Well, we can start there. That's close. That's easy. Got to conjure up some of them spirits, baby. <sighs> always. Always getting them spirits. So there. But uh, anyway, yeah, how uh, how was your week while, uh, while I was gone? Jesus. Well, I started my uh, my fighter weight cut diet. Yeah, and how'd that go? Well, it went great. Did it, though? Yeah, I think it went great. Did it, though? Uh, I was down like seven pounds in the first like three days. And um, yeah, and then what happened? Uh, my immune system effectively decided uh, to decided to crash, and I got ferociously ill. I got terribly so Ill. ill. In fact, I think you passed a little bit over here. Yeah, I was in bed for from f- Saturday afternoon until sometime Sunday evening. Like I don't even remember. <laughs> I just kept waking up. And I was, I was sweating this entire time. Like this fever refused to break. I ate 12 mucinexes in one day. Probably didn't help. Well, it was the only way to breathe because I just, yeah. I could not breathe. Um, I kept waking up lightheaded and I wake up dizzy and then I'd wake up like my hair was damp for damn near three days. God. Yeah. <sighs> but you know, we're back, we're, we're kicking and now kicking. we're, we're back on the diet and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to go right back down, baby. Yeah. I started my diet. Um, what day was it? Sunday? Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. I started my diet Sunday, had a nice omelet, had a sleeve of thin mints. Uh, that was about it for the day. I think. Time out. Uh, wow. Omelet. And then what'd you have after the omelet? Sleeve of thin mints. Hmm. Say that one more time. Diet. <laughs> Diet. 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 Uh, actually, I had a little pasta that night. Oh. Uh, Diet. <laughs> With a little Alfredo sauce. Diet. That's healthy. Diet. Uh, then. Uh, you had such high aspirations because you described the omelet to me. You're like, no, it was healthy. It's a healthy omelet. I mean, I would say it was healthy. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was. Yeah. I had some chicken sausage and a couple eggs, right? That's, that's, it was great. I, Ton of teen. But I eat that like every day for breakfast. Little carb, it's perfect. When Mm. I'm here, when I'm at home, that's usually what my breakfast is. Like 90% of the time. Uh, Sleeve of Thin Mints. Little pasta, little hitter. I see, the way I figure is like, I had the breakfast and the Thin Mints pretty close to each other. I didn't eat anything for the rest of the day. So at night it was like, eh, I need something. Sustenance. Need some sustenance. Give me a little, give me some carbs. Let me get something inside of me. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Then we uh, pigged out yesterday. Yeah. Had some nachos today. Yeah, God, we my diet's not going so good, is no, it? No, it's not. It's, it's, you've, you've, you've epically <laughs> failed. Uh, hey, I had a good omelet. All right. Cu- I made it cu- about two a hours. A couple of days ago. I made it about two hours. Uh, we had a fucking... Uh, we had a feast yesterday. Yeah, we did. God, that was uh, great, though. What do you call that? It wasn't a bad. We just broil? ate too much. Oh, 100%. It was a shrimp and lobster boil. Yeah, a bunch of... And uh, grilled up some sausages. Uh, yeah, it's actually pretty chicken. healthy across the board, honestly. It wasn't bad. It and wasn't I, bad. I, we just ate too much. Yeah, too much mac and cheese. And then Gluttony. A, a, couple of, a couple of hits of chocolate chip cookies Gluttony. from that Gluttony. Not spelt with the E, right? Nope. Uh, no, it's a it's a O. Yeah, it's a O, Vinny. Um, 
Yeah, we did have a couple His of them chocolate chip sucks. headers. Um, I had a I had another one that I'm omelets this morning actually. There you go. And I cut out the cheese this morning. Just trying to be a little healthier. Yeah, that's the one thing on this. That's this, the one thing that's not good for that's me. That's the one thing I on this cheese. diet that I'm not supposed to have that I routinely have is a cup, a little spritz of cheese and the eggs cheese. in the morning. And I look love cheese. I can. As you've seen, I could pretty much cut out all food and maintain full functioning. I was going to the gym twice a day. No, about full and functioning. If I didn't go, if I didn't, if you I didn't, literally were bedridden for three yeah, days. I mean, yeah, I mean, I almost died. But either way, <laughs> you know, you can cut it out. Did it, but uh, cheese, man, cheese, like I can cut My out diet's sweets. Going great. Look, I'm also eating carrots. Yeah, eating kish. Episode sponsored by carrots. Episode sponsored by carrots. Also, carrots? I can't believe you had never had a baby carrot. No, man. So weird. Nah, Shelly Shelly had a strict no vegetable policy in the house. <laughs> she she said all you could have is meat and carbs. That's it. Yeah. Meat, carbs, and sugar, yeah. babe. Yeah. And evaporate and evaporated milk in your coffee. <laughs> that was that was our strict diet when I was so a kid. Strict. <laughs> Just no, no veggies. No. Just strict. Yeah, it's a strict no vegetable diet. <laughs> no, I've never, I've never eaten carrots like that. They're not bad. See, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't like forced to eat vegetables. It was always recommended to me. Um, I was super picky as a kid, though. I wouldn't eat anything. Um, I think I was too, if I remember correctly. My mom would make a whole fucking crazy meal for her and my sister, and then I'd have like a can of Chef Boyardee. That sounds exact. I, I can't tell you how much Chef Bardier ate. Ugh. I ate so much Chef Bardier. I would crack it open and my mom would literally just crack it open and put a fork in yeah. it and hand it to me. I'm surprised. Don't heat it up. I'm surprised it I'm alive. <laughs> I would either eat fucking the, the ravioli, the Chef Bardier, the Chef Boy RD ravioli. Ravioli God and beef damn, is delicious. God damn. Open that bitch up and look at that meat. You think Taco Bell's fucked? Woo. Look at that. So good though. So tasty. And it was fucking bagel bites, pizza pockets, hot ch- pockets, church's chicken. All the hostess cupcakes I could ever want. Oh, I used to fuck up some of them. Little, little football we, cupcakes. We all we had a, we had that day old bread store right a couple blocks away. So you go get it for like a quarter. So hostess is uh pretty big all around. Uh yeah, we had a hostess day old. Yeah, yeah. Uh up north, Drake's is a little is a pretty well known i i don't think i've ever seen any of the stuff down here um similar company to like hostess that make like different like and cupcakes little, and little and, deb yeah yeah something similar to hostess yeah. little deb so drake's and we had one of those uh little factories and they have the little store that you could go to on the weekends that would sell like the uh the not for sale products basically yeah. you know like they couldn't put them in the boxes oh okay um you just go there and buy fucking sweets cheap. God, great shit. I used to, and fuck a ho ho. I used to fuck yeah. up Swiss cake rolls. Oh, I love so Swiss much cake better rolls. than ho hos. Lo- yeah, they really so are so much better. They, yeah, absolutely. I take the chocolate, peel the chocolate layer off, and unravel it. Need it, Pete? God, yeah, Swiss rolls were were yeah, the king for that. Fuck them. a ho ho. Yeah. yeah, those those oatmeal cream pies. Go fuck yourself. Those are amazing. Uh, oh no no! I would. Oh, I thought you were gonna down specifically them. the large one with a lot of cream filling. Of course, oh. always want the large one. Oh, I thought you were gonna no. bad mouth them. I love oatmeal cookies. Me too. I, I could fuck up a whole box of oatmeal cream pies. I could do that right now. Yeah, 
but ever since I've had like the as an adult, I've had like the larger ones. Now it's hard to go back to the smaller ones. Small ones are one bite now. Yeah, I know. One bite. Yeah. You just shove it down. I was the never gut. a twin. I mean, I like Twinkies. I was never a Twinkie person. Me neither. I would. I would eat them. I didn't hate them. I wasn't opposed to them. Oh. Every once in a while, I would want one. Talk about but them. But they weren't ever my thing. Talk about during Christmas, then <clears> fucking. Love a ring ding. Oh, the little Christmas the, tree the cakes? tree cakes. God, fuck off. I would fuck up some tree cakes. So good. I don't know I'm alive. So Me neither. I don't know I'm alive. I literally was raised on sugar. Now, here, here's a good story. Here's, it was so good. Here, I loved it. Here's how much I can trash my body and function. <laughs> when you're raised on sugar and carbs that's what you do so freshman year chef boy rd baby. freshman year i got bumped to to varsity football like towards the end of the season they bought yeah. me right and yeah. in the off season coach was like you know because i've always been like i've always been this height like i i started yeah. growing when i was 10 became like one it of the biggest stopped. kids and then stopped and everyone passed me coach was like i need you to gain weight and dumb me took that as i'll just eat a bunch like <laughs> i didn't know he meant like get in the weight room and gain it, gain, gain it right right so I gained like 65, almost 70 pounds. Jeez. Yeah. Like I became horrendous. And then he was like, I think this will be good if we can, if you, if you've kept your agility and your speed. Well, it didn't keep didn't either. Do didn't that. keep either of those. Just ate like a slug. You know, now I was just, yeah. I, you know, I went from, you know, being immovable and being able to move people to now just being absolutely <laughs> immovable. But I couldn't really move anyone because I couldn't move, right? Didn't have the strength. So he was like in the off, like right, like I'm talking like a couple of months leading in the season. He's like, you got to drop that weight. You got to drop that weight. I need you in the summer program. So you got to drop yeah. the weight. So I was working at, at, at Carneyville, like like the, the two to 10 shift, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd meet, I'd meet coach in the morning at the gym and we'd lift and we'd fucking run. And he had me on the strict, the strict, like, like. Cat, like regiment, right? Yeah, I was, yeah. I'd meet him Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. And I specifically was like, fuck it. I'll just work those days too. And just let's yeah. go full exhaustion. Let's right. Done. Let's just do Right. Yeah. I'd go in, I'd hit a protein bar. He'd give me one of those old school Gatorade protein oh, bars. Yeah, the ones that like, they were like, these are going to be great. They didn't really tell you how much actual sugar was in them. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> I'd come, I'd, we'd, we'd end at like 1130. I'd yep, go home. Yep. I'd throw a hungry man, a 1500 calorie full of fat hungry man God in the microwave right. shower, eat that motherfucker on the way to work. And then, you know, eat bullshit at work. I dropped 74 pounds in a, in a month and a half on this horrible, horrible diet, w horrible diet. Yeah. Cause I was just constantly moving. Yeah. That's it. It's mobility, son. Constantly moving. You can eat a little worse when you're working out, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, if you're trying to get fucking toned and get the abs, you got to watch what you're eating, you know? Um, and obviously, you don't want to just be a fucking slob 24-7. Yeah. Because that's not good for you. But when you're working out and always moving and very active, you can you can eat a little bit. There's a little more leeway there, yeah. right? And obviously, all the sugar's not good for you. All the carbs aren't good for you, but... Um, you don't have to fucking just do uh, weak old fucking grilled chicken every day. Yeah. You know? No, I, 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 I wish I would have known what I know, like even a few years back what I know. Yeah. Like, Cause like, I don't know how I lost that much weight. Like, there's no, like you I were was young. Well, I was young. You right. And I was out. moving. Right. But yeah, I was inside of my body. It was probably trash. Oh yeah, absolutely. Trash. It's just, yeah. I was just losing. I was just putting out more than I was putting in just, yeah. 
by that much by a little bit by just a tad that's all you, you have know? to do you the last time i the, more. the last time when i when i dropped the weight was the i did the absolute right way i dieted and i exercised it right way and I've, I've been doing that ever since but mm. you know yeah i have this track record of training my body like garbage though yeah. <sighs> yeah. Oh, i had a question but i can't we remember some, i lost it when did we have that good laugh about all the coffee we used to drink at work was it was it piss tired on the way back from wedding season um it might have been i can't remember what a hilarious no, conversation um yeah maybe it might have been it might have been that was good. We used Jesus, to fuck man. up some coffee. We used to. But more so, we, no, used, to we used to fuck up, up from sugar. French vanilla uh, creamer oh, and some we motherfucking used to fuck sugar. Up some fucking, we used to fuck up sugar and creamer. Sugar and creamer. We'd go through a fucking pound of sugar a weekend. Pound of sugar and a and a bottle of French vanilla. What's the what's the brand that we, the coffee normal one? Coffee mate, yeah. And every once in a while, like the international one, whatever the fuck that's yeah, called. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'd get a thing of fucking coffee, mate, French vanilla, a thing of sugar, and uh, Sunday was basically two pots of coffee. That's a pot each, um, a thing of creamer, and a bag of sugar. Good times. And then um, explosive shitting. Um, I was going to say maybe a couple minutes of work, but not really. Then we'd go eat. Then we'd kind of maybe relax a little bit and then do some work for a couple hours. Oh, we worked before the coffee, oh my God. during and before the coffee. We put the coffee on. We were we'd good go, about the then cleanup. Then we go air blow we'd and go air blow, clean up, clean up after some people. Yeah, and then we'd always have like at least an hour to sit there and, and drink coffee. Do, and I'd do some schedule work. Yeah, and you just sit there. And, and I would just, just fuck around. Yeah, we just sip coffee in that and hot. Make more in coffee that, in that hot office. Hot office, and then. Yeah, we'd make more coffee. Then go get breakfast. Then go get McDonald's. Then open the open the ride. Open all the rides. And then uh, finish the rest of the coffee. Go back, finish the coffee. Lunch. Do and then lunch. Do like a round of work and then call it a day. And then go home. That was a Sunday. Yep. That was a good Sunday. Yeah. We also ended a marriage over coffee. Yeah, we totally did. <laughs> Well, it wasn't just over coffee. It was other things, coffee but was it was... Coffee uh, was highly involved. No, sugar was highly involved. Yeah. Sugar ended that marriage. Ended a marriage. I wasn't sugar even invited to the wedding. That's how... I was. Yeah, I was, I was. I was. I was on the outs from the beginning. God, yeah. You were hated. Oh, yeah. You were hated. I was just kind of like... I always got the look like, God... I really want to hate you, but I can't. But you hang out with him, so I should. Uh, can we be honest? What? It was like... I kind of hate you, but also kind of want to fuck you. So, so you can come to the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're going to say, let's say it honestly. Yeah, sure. I'm not going to uh, fight you on it. Yeah, I know. Um, the best is when, when they would get into like a fight at work and then he would oh, come back great. in just laughing about it <laughs> behind come, her back. He would come in laughing. We just hand him a cup of coffee. And he's like, this is all I want. I don't know why this is so difficult. I was like, cause your, your, your cunt of a wife hates me. It wasn't that bad. I gotta text him, and then I gotta have him on. We gotta, we gotta yeah, dissect this. Yeah, we I gotta think, dissect yeah. this, huh? Yeah, we yeah, mentioned that. Because I don't want, like, I would say this part of the story to virtually anybody without any issue. Yeah. 
Um, I don't want to say anything other than that. And then, uh, you know, yeah, offend someone. Yeah, of this, this, this part I'll tell it. Not, nothing. What I said here is false. It's all true. Right. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, what's to say two jabrones have anything to, to, to do with, uh, another couple's marriage, but God, Oh, there's other, there were other issues. There were other issues, but I'll take a quarter. We helped. I'll take a quarter blame. Yeah. At least. Maybe even a third. I'll give you a third. Yeah. I'm gonna give a third. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I, I, I know we factored a substantial oh, amount we in. We factored yeah. in. We factored in for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We should get them on. We should. Yeah. It'd be a good time. Yeah, it'd be good. He's got a lot of tattoos now. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Where are we going? I don't know. Oh, I remember a thought I had when we talked about the oatmeal <coughs> pies. One episode should be sponsored by oatmeal pies, and we should just eat a one of those jumbo family size boxes. And we have to we we can't end the podcast until they're all gone. We gotta eat an entire box. Yeah, like a jumbo family size of the big ones. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, sugar overload. Oh God! And we come in there like twenty. We can do that. Yeah. That's easy. Twenty or thirty. It's easy. 24 it's yeah. called 24 it's a good number two dozen dozen each we can go in there we can go to like the fucking we could do that what is it i mean we might go into a diabetic coma was it sam's club or fucking yeah. um sam's club or costco BJ's. or bj's something like yeah. that yeah go get that jumbo family size hitter yeah yeah that'll be the one after the uh the uh, compound. Yeah. You know, because then we can justify eating a dozen. I don't know if there's any justification for eating a dozen. No. <laughs> you can't justify that. I don't know. You ever see The Rock's Cheat Days? Yeah, but he's got a he's got a chef <laughs> making that, and they're probably using, like, almond meal and all kinds of... He's, he's cutting corners. It yeah. looks... Cause, well, of course. Of course. Don't get me started. I love The Rock, but... Of course he's cutting corners. Like, but... When you eat two pies and two dozen fucking cookies, <laughs> look. When you, you know, when you look, this goes for you're still. This goes for still eating a little too much. This goes for still cheating. This goes for anybody that's like an actor, actress, influencer that's sponsored by companies oh, or has a little bit of absolutely. money. They literally pay. They pay people to Your wake them up. Yeah. They pay people to encourage them to work out. And these aren't their personal trainers. Then they pay the personal trainer to actually work them out. Yeah, yeah. You know, look at every. Even even like even like these new young like uh, Instagrammers and Viners oh, that yeah. have made it big, they have assistants that are constantly doing yeah, all. Absolutely. I was watching a vlog the other day, and the guy was like, I, he asked his assistant to order a twenty-four pack of water on Postmates. I was like, bro, you are twenty-four years old. Do you can you get on your self. phone and get it yourself. Yeah. Like it's a like, and he's a good dude. And, and one, he's a he's a good dude. But Go to the store. Yeah. Really well, don't have much that, time. Well, okay, good. Postmates, Postmates is a, is a like. Postmates, Task Rabbit, like that's huge in LA. Apparently, it's not, they're a bunch of lazy yeah. fucks. And, and luckily, the guy's a good dude. So, like, one if you know him, you don't take it the wrong way. It's but debatable. like, it's like, bro, have we gotten that far that you can't even punch it on your fucking phone? Like, give me a break. These people are making not a good dude. These people are making uh, I'm food. Fight that. <laughs> I'll show you some of his vlogs. He just gives shit away. It's crazy. Um, but um. You know, these people have, they have a, they have a chef in their home. You know, the rock in his contracts has the gyms flown in to the sets so that he can work out when he's not filming. You know, when you work, when, when all, when all you have to do is do, you know, let's say 12 hours of filming shooting, right? 
and yeah, you it's, know, a, it's and, a long day, and, but and, well, it's a long day. But he's not he's not your normal actor. You know, yeah. you you hear yeah. about these actors that go on set and they're like, I was I sat here for four hours and like I didn't do anything. Right? They're not doing, doing that to the rock. Yeah, they're going. We want you here at six oh seven. We're gonna start sharp, and you're out at like nine. And if he's there all day, they don't need him. He's just in the gym. He's in the gym. That's what I'm so saying. They don't care. It's part of it. You know, when he's the he's the highest making male actor right now. So he fucking works for it. Oh, oh, no disrespect, you know? but he's got. <clears throat> oh, it doesn't mean he's he doesn't got a have team dozens of, of people, people helping. Yeah, of course. You know, Why so not? when you see these people and they're like. He's like, I'm having 12 pancakes. Like they're probably protein pancakes. Of course. Yeah, yeah, So they're very low in carbs. So, yeah, you know. Of course. I, of course. I just don't know how he eats all of it. Yeah, fucking big. I just don't have the stomach to eat, eat a big meal like that. I, just, I don't. I've never, big, I've never, no, I've never that had big. that. Not that big. Even, even at. You've also, you've also never been that big. Even Aunt Emma didn't eat a whole lot. <laughs> Aunt Emma just drank too much. And Emma got fat on Drank too alcohol. Much. Ate like shit. I didn't eat great, but I didn't. I didn't like. And it was never like eating wasn't the issue. Yeah, yeah. It was. Right. I'm gonna have a decent dinner, but I'm gonna drink two bottles of two wine. Two bottles of wine with it. Yeah. And then we're Every gonna. Night. And then we're gonna eat a block of cheese. Every night. Yeah. <laughs> there was a. There was like a four month period in both of our lives where it was like, "What are you doing tonight? I don't know. I'm gonna." You want to bring over some sausage and cheese? You got wine? Yep. yep. All right. All right. And we would See just sit five. on someone's couch and eat blocks of cheese and sausage and, and drink, drink wine. Drink a couple bottles of wine. God, that was a good time. Can we go back to that? I want to, but you know, when I look back on it, I now know why people texted me like, hey, you okay? Because I never really understood. <laughs> you go and kill yourself? Yeah. 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 Oh, talk about Shelly this week. Your boy needs blank, blank. I can't even repeat the things she said. Oh God! Yeah, I can't even God. repeat it. She wasn't wrong. She wasn't wrong. Boy, I tell you, got me scouted. Boy, t- <laughs> got me scouted. Her scouting report. Report. <laughs> shit. She's on your shit, man. Shit. Scouting she's report extraordinaire. She knows what you're doing. The fuck, man. She knows what you're doing. What she's are we seeing at? it? You ain't sliding it by. Wait, like thirty. Thirty. Let's do some housekeeping real quick. Yeah, thirty. Ah, you know, we need a couple bowls of loudmouth soup. I don't know what that is. Alcohol. Oh. <laughs> All right, Jim Carrey. That was Jeff dumb- Daniels. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, dumb and dumber. Let's do some housekeeping real quick. Housekeeping? Yeah. I could do some dusting. This place got dusty you remember this? Gone. You remember this cunt? Yeah, what did she do? She I shot that guy face. in the apartment. Oh, the cop? The cop. Oh, gosh, she looks terrible. So for those of you that haven't listened, we've uh, we've been talking about this story for ever. We got a little update. Long so, time, yeah. So this was a... It's like a couple week thing, This too. woman, what was her name? Amber. Amber Geiger. Geiger. Amber Geiger. She lived in an apartment complex. She was getting off work. She's a, a Dallas Police Department uh, yep. officer. She went into her apartment complex went to her floor she saw a she went into her apartment she saw a black man standing there they had a you know a little argument you know why are you in my apartment mm-hmm. he's yelling at her that this is his apartment because uh, in reality she was in the wrong apartment mm-hmm. that was actually his mm-hmm. she just went to the wrong floor uh mm-hmm. convinced that he was in her apartment she fatally shot him shot him 
now the 911 tapes have finally come out and um the dispatcher responds quote you shot someone and geiger replies yes i thought it was my apartment i'm fucked oh my god i'm sorry interesting so at least like that's a Look, I I don't I don't think she's lying. Well, still in murdered that someone. Statement, still yeah. murdered someone. No, I mean that's a normal reaction. I think. I think that's a normal reaction for someone that probably isn't lying. I think so. Um, but yeah, they. Um, but wasn't didn't something come out that like supposedly there was an altercation and her report wasn't true? Remember that? Like they were there was like some arguing before the shot. Some some uh, neighbors heard. She claimed that the door was slightly ajar and that it opened when she tried to unlock it. Geiger told investigators she thought she had encountered an intruder. Yeah. The person did not follow her commands. Lee Merritt, one of the attorneys for Gene, Gene is the man who she killed, uh, has said that two independent witnesses cast doubt on Geiger's narrative and told him they heard knocking on the door in the hallway before the shooting. Mm doesn't mean it was her knocking and and these eyewitnesses are relatives of the man so that's already kind of you know look look she murdered the guy go in jail yeah um but yeah the the they finally released the 911 tapes and she does she does admit that that she thought it was her apartment and she did in fact shoot him yeah yeah she realized immediately that she was fucked um and uh her trial is scheduled for september so it's coming up all right. They have indicted her on on a first right. degree murder, I believe. All right. Right, I think it's first. Uh, it, well, they're probably trying for first, knowing that they won't get it. But you know, you first degree high. would be medi- premeditated. premeditated. So, I so you can't. I'm thinking that's gonna that would be a. But that's why I think when it originally came out, there was one article that we brought up a while back that said something about. Because of the witnesses saying that they heard an argument beforehand, um, they think it was more of a premeditated oh, thing on murder charges. I'm hoping they don't. Okay, they don't. So it doesn't I'm, say first. I'm hoping they don't go for first because no, I don't believe that's premeditated. Yeah, no, doesn't um, seem like it. And I think that she would get off on that. So if yeah. they go for second, if I I think they could get her on second degree. She deserves to go to jail though. Yeah, uh-huh. can't be doing that. Even if you're exhausted or tired, I don't know that. Well, and you're a cop. Come <coughs> yeah. on. Trial's going to be in uh, in September, so we'll keep you guys posted. Post City. Um, and I, I know I talked to you about this uh, this week at the gym. Um, the man who threw a five-year-old off the third floor of Mall of America. I didn't talk about this last week because I, I thought this was the article you brought, but it's, no, it's, it's, but a, it was, it's different. Yeah, that guy had thrown a yeah. uh, child off a bridge. Yeah, so this man uh, viciously threw a five-year-old from the third floor of Mall of America. He finally got sentenced. String him up. Uh, how long do you think he got in prison? Okay, so he threw a child I'll give you, three I'll, stories I'll, 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 in a mall. Let me give you some more context. Um, the man allegedly told police that he went to the mall looking for someone to kill as revenge for being rejected by a woman there for several years. 19, uh, he was, uh, <clears throat> he was 24 years old. Uh, he admitted that he was scouting a child to throw. 
He admitted yeah. he was scouting a child. He said, I was looking for someone to kill as revenge for being rejected by a woman at the mall years before. Okay. And decided to throw this poor five-year-old and this happened off in, the third um, story at the Mall Minnesota. of America. Mall of America. Minnesota. Yeah. Right. So how many years do you think he got? Uh, should be getting the death penalty. Bingo. Um, but because you're asking, I'm going to assume it's not that. Um, nope. If it's not death, because obviously a lot of states don't do that anymore, should be life. Yes. Probably not that. Nope. I don't know. What do you get, like 15? 19 years. So 19. He'll do half that. He'll be out in 10. You think he'll only do half? Maybe even seven. You think so? Yeah. How so? Good behavior. You don't get out on a 19-year sentence in seven years, and though. He, and he pled straight guilty. He didn't deny it. There was no tr- there was no big hoorah. He pled guilty to attempted premeditated first-degree murder. I'm sorry. like, like this, is a, this is a five-year-old kid. That's, Thankfully, that's, that's the, life, babe. The worst injury for the kid uh, was they had to remove his spleen. He, went, he underwent a five-hour MRI of his brain. No, no brain damage. Um, and shout out to anybody that, and I, I didn't know this or, or, or we would have donated some money to his GoFundMe, but they, they raised a GoFundMe for the kid for education. That's good. And they raised a $700,000. So nice. very good. The kid deserves yeah. every, every penny Fuck of yeah. it. So it's awesome. Fuck. Yeah. And I say string that guy up. Yeah. The guy does. Like, honestly, like I said, I said at the gym today, there's no, there's no place in society for someone like that. If you go to a mall and you go, and I didn't, you didn't some, tell me that he admitted to it. Yeah, said he was scouting and pled guilty. Like, yeah, <clears throat> kill him right there. There's no remorse. The fucking the the I, the clerk of the court or whatever the fuck the the guard the cop in the court. You walk over, you shoot him right the, there. You yeah. drag him out. You're done. <clears throat> I look over a woman spawning you you decided to go to a mall the place where you were spurned and you decided to your intent was to kill someone and you chose to snatch a five-year-old out of a stroller kid and just toss him like a stuffed animal over the railing and let him fall three stories you could have you could have killed this poor kid for no fucking reason trying to for no no reason other reason than your sorry existence yeah should probably hit two and you hit on a 10. You, yeah, yeah. You have no place in society. I want yeah. you locked up. And I don't care if it's in a mental institution or a prison, but you I need to be locked up I think that's just a waste of money. Oh, I'm, I'm, look, eye for an eye. Let's toss him off the Sunshine Skyway. Let's be done <sighs> with it. Uh, he might survive too. Very rarely. Yeah, still. But I was stunned, man. 19 yeah, years. Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh I was I don't all know. the it was all the housekeeping I had there. Everything else I have is uh housekeeping. It's current current. Did you see the um you see that guy that gave the um the speech at the college? No. I saw it when I was over in Europe. Um I think I pulled an article of it, but I'm not You talking about the one where they stopped selling milkshakes? No, I don't know nothing about that. Oh, some politician some, uh, asked uh, Burger King did not sell milkshakes because they they always get tossed at them. No, this billionaire investor. Um, oh, that guy. He vowed to pay yeah. off all the students. Forty million dollars. Forty million dollars yeah. in fucking student loans. He's fucking paying it all off. Good dude. Fucking amazing. Good dude. Hell yeah. Good dude. He's like, uh, 
a billionaire investor, it said. Dude, shout out for him going back to college and finishing his degree. Awesome. At, at his age. Yeah. Shout out. Awesome. That, that takes a ton of humility, you know? That shows he's, he's got good character. Yeah. And then to turn around, do the commencement speech and be like, hey, You're y'all good. are covered. Bro. It's fucking amazing. Bro. Amazing. Good, good dude. Shout out to, what was his name? Shout out to whatever his Robert name. Smith, I think yeah. it said. I shout, just closed the article, but I think it said out. Robert Smith. Um, yeah, it's fucking great. Dude, shout out, kid. Crazy. Shout out what? Shout out, kid. Kid? Yeah, I think he's what, like in his 60s or something like that? Yeah. He was probably, older. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <coughs> oh. Uh, Facebook says that the dead people will outnumber the living on Facebook. And it could be a problem. That's actually probably very true. I never thought, like, uh, there's parts of this article I read and I didn't think about it. Well, yeah, why would you and think I, about it? And it just made me sit there and be and I was like, oh, this this is horrible. Like, I'm already, I already don't really care for social media. And now I'm like, yeah. oh, this is awful. Yeah. Um, within 50 years, uh, Facebook yeah. will be like a digital graveyard containing hundreds of millions of people. And it raises important questions over who owns the data of the dead, the researchers said. Mm-hmm. Analysts by, analysis by Oxford Internet Institute suggests based on 2018 user levels, at least 1.4 billion members will die before 2100. That means the dead could outnumber the living by somewhere around 2070. So, about Jesus. 50 years. Now, a couple of quotes from the article, uh, Co-author of the article, David Watson, never before in history has such a vast archive of human behavior and culture been assembled in one place. That's a fact. Back when we were in elementary school, if you wanted to look something up, you had to go to a fucking an almanac. A library? Britan- the Encyclopedia, Encyclopedia Britannica. Britannica. You had to go through the index book, find what you were looking find for. Find which book you book were you looking needed. for. Yep. Then find that book, find yep. the chapter in that book. Now you just pull up Wikipedia. Yeah. Or you Google it. People find like your likes, dislikes, the kind of person you are from your social media profiles, from the pictures you take on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's insane when you when you think about it like that. Yeah. Yeah. And another quote was controlling this archive will, in a sense, be to control our history. It is therefore important that we ensure that access to these historical data is not limited to a single for-profit firm, you know, alluding to potentially breaking up Facebook, Twitter, and these, 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 these centrally owned companies. And I've never been one for, for breaking up big companies just because, mm. but then when you think of it in that context, like having that much data and that much history on human beings, you go, Oh, maybe we should think about breaking these big, big boys up, mm. you know, because uh, Facebook has a track, not, not, not just, Oh, Oh, sorry, made a mistake. No, no. Facebook has a track record of selling your Using data and selling data. How, what was that? That last app that they developed for iPhone that, that Apple had to kick off because it was literally monitoring everything you did on your iPhone, every application you opened, <laughs> every text, it monitored everything. everything. Yeah. It's crazy what Facebook, has. I hate Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it either. It's crazy how much data. Have you ever tried deactivating one of those fucking things? It's not very it takes, hard. No, it takes hours now. Because they, they go through every picture you have and ask whether you want it to be deleted or saved. Every or maybe, picture? Maybe I tried deleting mine and I spent the half of an hour and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. 
I'd rather just not use it. Jesus. You can like suspend it and that's real easy. Well, yeah. But to yeah. fucking remove it. Well, because I know somebody was trying to, or I came across an account that I had been told was deleted and it wasn't. And then um, I reached out <coughs> to uh, Big Sexy. It was his account, one of his old accounts. Hmm. And I saw it was still up and and he couldn't. He was like, oh, I thought I did. I must. I don't know where it is to get rid of it. And I found it in the settings and I told him where to go. And like two seconds later, it's like, all right, it's, it's gone. Yeah, I did it. And it was like, we it started going through all these photos, all the photos I had. And it was like, Weird. do you want to remove this one? Do you want to remove this one? Because, you know, they, their whole gimmick is they want to prevent you from fully removing and just suspending so that yeah. then you can well, just then they don't turn it back on because yeah. they don't you lose that yeah. user. Yeah. And I got like a solid 30 in and I was like, uh, I'm just Fuck not going to use this. Yeah. Like that's simple. I'm just going to turn all my albums to private. Yeah. So literally all you can see is my fucking profile, low profile picture. Yeah. Call it a day. Call it a day. Yeah. You know, crazy. Yeah. Um, I haven't read much about it, but did, do you know anything much about the, uh, the tiger woods lawsuit for like his restaurant? Uh, someone got hepatitis. No, that's not what the I, cook or someone had hepatitis. Um, no, this was uh, this was completely different. Um, Tiger Woods sued after bartender at his restaurant was allegedly overserved, died in crash. Hmm. I don't know if you had heard anything about it. No. It's being sued by the family of a guess who? Florida man. Of course. Who well, died after he was Beach. allegedly overserved at Woods Restaurant and died in a drunk driving accident? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was he was served too much alcohol. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it, he because he was an employee there. Oh, was he? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know if you knew anything about it. I yeah. just saw something about it, and I didn't. Um, yeah, the the kid, I won't say his name, was a bartender at Woods flagship flagship restaurant in mm. Jupiter, Florida. His parents say he died after being served excessive amounts of alcohol by the staff there. Damn. Woods' girlfriend was the is the store's uh general manager. <clears throat> yeah, I saw that. Blood alcohol level was point two five six. Yeah, it was high. That's high. Yeah, that's high. That's real high. That's real high. It's like four times the limit. And somebody said this was like common practice that they were kind of loose on, on carding. I didn't read the like I didn't read much detail into this, but I just saw that, like like there is something to this in the lawsuit that they do have some facts on, on the way the restaurant is run. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And apparently he um, he was an alcoholic. Jeez. The How kid? old is he? I don't know. Yeah, they say that Woods and the defendants, like the general manager, the people that worked at the at the establishment, had direct knowledge that um, Blank had a habitual problem with alcohol. Uh-huh. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't help that he's an alcoholic and he's also a bar back. A bartender, yeah. That's, that's not good. His family is supposedly alleging that someone at the restaurant... Um, deleted videotape evidence yeah. of him drinking. Well, they deleted the, the video evidence of him leaving the, the restaurant. Mm. 
Yeah. The quote well, from... It says that they deleted the tape of him drinking at the bar for nearly three hours. Jesus. That's what this one says. Yeah, I but just saw a headline that said... you delete the tape, you delete the whole tape probably, right? Yeah. Um, the, the quote that they said um, not only ignored his disease, they also fueled it. Well, you're an alcoholic, you're working at a bar, it's kind of on you. Yeah. You know? I think Don't put yourself around <clears throat> it if you can't handle it. I think that, and I'm just going to reference the establishment, so not so much the person that owns the restaurant, you know? I, mm-hmm. I know Woods owns the restaurant. Yeah, if he but, owns it, but what's but his hand yeah, in it, you know? I think the establishment has the, a responsibility to make sure that, one, their bartenders are not alcoholics, in. right? Yeah. So I think that the yeah, establishment sure. has some wrongdoing in this. A little bit. But to blame him for the death, I'm not sure you can. No one's, I don't think anyone, like no one forces you to drink. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you're blow, and then drive. If you're blowing a, a, a 258, a two, what was it, That's a 258? Something like that. If you're blowing a 258. 256, 258. You've, you're, you're, you're north of 10 or 12 drinks. Yeah. That means that you came there to drink and then decided to get plastered yeah or somewhere along the line drive home or somewhere along the line got plastered and didn't stop yeah. right yeah. now again is it on the bartender serving him to go hey we should probably cut this guy off Somewhat, again yes. yes of course again yes is it their response are they responsible for him once he leaves the restaurant can handle their drinks though too yeah um are they responsible for him once he leaves the establishment i don't think so yeah, they didn't tell him to go get in the car and drive home. I don't home. think, like, it would be like me suing, you know, Crown Royal for a DUI. It's not their fault. They didn't make yeah. me drink it, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or me suing Applebee's afterwards. Like, yeah, I went there, Club had a bees. couple, yeah, I went there, had a couple, a couple drinks. Long Islands. They didn't take my life. Yeah. Yeah. I had a problem. That was your decision. Right? So, I, I, I think they, I think that the establishment has some think there's some some liability some but, liability but but the parents are blaming him directly for there. his death and yeah. i don't think that that's no. i don't think we can jump all the way to that i don't think so either i think there's some liability there that they can they can take some blame but it's it's not 100 percent. you know and and them them deleting the footage man that that's sketchy that's sketchy that's very sketchy it is sketchy for sure it is um yeah, that's that's sketchy. I'd like to know a little more on the details on that. Whereas, like, well, is it just those couple hours that are missing, and you have everything else? Maybe the system wasn't on that day. You know, I don't know. Obviously, there's a lot of different things in there. But I know of a lot of companies that have video cameras, and they're just for show. They don't record. Yeah. They don't do anything. You know, not to say that's the case, but I'd like a little more info there. Because to allege that. The tapes were deleted. Well, okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But where's the hard proof? I don't know. That's a, that's a, that's a tough hit for him because he's... Yeah. And this might, that's my biggest issue with Tiger Woods is I don't think... like Look, golf is a very regal sport. There's yeah. a certain respect to it. Everyone kind of, you know, outside of like a handful of like the John Daly's, you know, yeah. like, yeah, he looks like a slob out there and he curses a lot and smokes on the greens, but... It's John Daly. That's kind of what he does, right? But when you have these these when you have these guys that are constantly winning, they always kind of carry themselves in a good way, in a, in a positive manner. You know, you could say that about golf and about tennis. 
Tiger Woods have never has never fit that mold, and he's never yeah. wanted to, and he's no. always bucking the trend. And I just don't think he's that good of a. I don't think he's a good person. Yeah, you know. So that's my that's my like on the course, one of the best of all time. But absolutely, you can't th- take that away from him. I think when people go, I can't believe this. I'm like, really? Just because you're good at golf doesn't really? mean you're a great person. Like he's really not a, like he's not a good person. Yeah, it doesn't mean you have you are you have to be. I mean, sure, you should have some kind of. Um, ethics especially when you're going to be uh, a role model to yeah. people um but just because you're good at one thing doesn't mean you're good at everything else yeah and for me that the goal is always just to carry yourself in a good manner and just especially when that like tiger woods has spawned like a rebirth in golf where even yeah, the people golf used to be a sport where either you could afford to play or you couldn't and now yeah. pretty much anybody can play golf you might not have your own set of clubs because clubs are terribly expensive, but yeah. you can find golf. You can you can find Rent, clubs um, at, at you know at, at pawn shops. You can cheap. Yeah. you can get a tee time for 10, 15 bucks now. You yeah. know you couldn't do that back 10, 15 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to bring as much as he did to golf, I just I wish he would take his personal life just a tad bit more serious. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know. Yeah. Well, got that tiger money. Do what you want. You know. <sighs> That's what happens when you get a billion dollars. Yeah. Yep. Um, trying to see if this is why, but uh, so supposedly this guy, this is probably a little old, because um, I probably pulled it like right before <laughs> I left or something. Um, man suspected of child sex abuse turns himself into Oregon authorities after 23 years on the run. So this guy is suspected of um, multiple cases of sexually assaulting eight and ten year old girls, um, according to the FBI. And he walked into a police station in Oregon and turned himself in. Well, thanks for that. Yeah, thanks for turning yourself in. Also, be a better person. Um, they said multiple children. Yeah, it doesn't give a number. Yeah. It just says several or multiple, or several. So that's not a good number. Why can't we take a person like that? In the nineties. Why can't we take a person like that? He goes. He comes in. He goes. I did all these crimes. Cool. Let's take you back to this room. We're gonna handcuff you to this table. Interrogation room number Beat the number shit three. Out of you. No, we're gonna sit yes. there. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. We're gonna sit there and we're gonna go. Okay. Give me some details. Let's make sure that you did these things right. And he gives some details and you go, well, only the person that committed these crimes could know this, mm-hmm. right? Cool. You did this. Okay. Now we're going to death room one. Put you down. Death. Put you down. Charges include sodomy, sexual abuse, unlawful penetration, and endangering the welfare of a yep. child, online that, jail records. Well, that's, that's enough for me. That's more than uh, enough for me. Allegedly occurred between September 95 and April 96. Cool. He supposedly either knew them from babysitting or had taken them to various events, whatever the fuck that means. Um, Yeah, they put out an arrest warrant for this guy in 96. He's been on the run since. Yeah. It's unclear why he turned himself in. Um, Well, I don't know the longstanding grief and dilemma of, hey, I'm a terrible person. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, investigators believe he may most recently lived in Nebraska, 
Also has ties to Springfield, Missouri, San Francisco, Colorado, Arizona. Well, when you're on the run, you tend to jump around, right? Yeah. So, you know, thanks for turning yourself in. Also, it's a bad purse. Hopefully dead soon. Yep. <clears throat> hopefully we don't see any more or hear any more out of you. <sighs> the only thing I want to see is an obituary. God, we're bringing it back. We're bringing it back old school, babe. We just got death. Yeah. All kinds of shit yeah. going on here, huh? Yeah. Death. I'm going to say two words, and I never thought that I'd say these two words in the same sentence. Uh-oh. Abortion and eugenics. <laughs> Abortion, eugenics. Same sentence? Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be at all. So, uh, you know all the new abortion laws coming out, <clears throat> Alabama, Georgia. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, I talked about it last week while you weren't here. I think it's a rebuttal for the late-term abortion laws in yeah, West Virginia and that. all that other yeah, crap, sure. New York. Um, you go one way, you're going to have people that go the other way? Of course. So today was uh, Indiana's day. I think Indiana. Yeah, Indiana. Indiana, the Supreme Court decided to vote on an Indiana law. It 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 won in a seven to two fashion. Uh, it requires um, requires medical facilities to provide a dignified burial or cremation for a ch- for children aborted under their watch, which I think is a great um, law. And I'm not I'm not sure why we don't have these laws. And this kind of goes back conspiracy theory to. You know, Alex Jones's whole thing on how we're using, you know, aborted fetuses for, you know, longevity uh, research, all kinds of crazy things that he talks about. So I'm surprised that these aren't already laws in place that if you're just going to abort it, then we just need to cremate it and bury it. And let's let's try to make some dignity out of this whole thing. I can understand why if you're having an abortion, you wouldn't want that. I, I, I can see that that way. You don't want it to be a person, right? Or you, 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 you don't want to think of it that way. Kind of get that. But also, baby. Um, yeah, one in a 7-2 ruling. But they decided not to rule on a law that would... that would. Um, they decided not to rule on the part of the Indiana law that banned abortion done on basis of race, gender, or disability. Which I thought was astounding. Again can't believe we don't have these laws already like you shouldn't just be able to abort a fetus based on its gender or its race that doesn't make any sense right yeah but when you think of it in the grand scheme of things look at what china does that those are abortions based on gender race. uh yeah gender right That's what I yeah uh yeah, absolutely what is it 64 percent of abortions in the u.s are are are, are 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 the fetuses are of minority demographics you know so i thought that there would be uh laws already in place to prevent these kind of things I there's not think, right so chief justice uh clarence thomas and old black man looks beautiful um kind of took a kind of kind of gave it like a a, a a real staunch rebuttal to this so that didn't pass they didn't even vote on it they didn't want to so they didn't want to vote that you can't do that yeah they decided they so the indianites <laughs> Want to keep that going? That you can. Well, in they just fact, they just say, decided. Oh, not, it's a girl. Get rid of it. They just decided not to d- 
discuss that at the current moment. And that makes it better. Yeah. And he goes, he go, and this was, this was a Supreme justice, Clarence Thomas, uh, given the potential for abortion to become a tool of eugenic manipulation, the court will soon need to confront the constitutionality of laws like Indiana's. So long as the Supreme Court forces a policy of unfettered elective abortions on an entire country, it ought to at least allow the states to protect babies from unjust discrimination. I think that is 100% profound. That's That's a very intelligent comment. And I never once thought that abortion could be used as a way of eugenics, controlling the population, controlling a certain race. I mean, look if, let's let's just, let's hypothesize. Is that really how it's being? Well... Well, now I got full in after reading his comment because I was like, I don't think this this well, he's a black man. Where's the proof? Let me uh, let me let yeah, me let me find they, something. What's he goes he trying to bring up further. He goes, although the court decided to wade in these issues today, we cannot avoid them forever. Having created the constitutional right to have an abortion, this court is duty bound to address this this scope. So Indiana's law is targeted largely at preventing the selective abortions of babies diagnosed with Down syndrome. Um, they're trying to because uh, the trend today is if you're if you're pregnant and your child is diagnosed with Down syndrome, you know the over the overbearing majority of parents are electing to have an abortion and not half the deal with mm-hmm. the ramifications of a child okay. having Down syndrome. Um, and I'm not gonna, even going to argue that because that's just honest that's just that's between you and your husband you and your wife and it's 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 how you know that's a more that's a morale that's a moral choice between two people and i'll never wrong someone for going either way on that mm. um but I, there's european countries that yeah, um, i'm sure i feel about that one there's european countries that have completely er, almost eradicated down syndrome based on just just straight up abortion and i didn't know that i had no idea <clears throat> Babies diagnosed with Down syndrome already face a staggering 60 to 80% abortion rate. So about, you know, somewhere between six, seven, or eight out of 10 babies diagnosed are being aborted. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So this Indiana law was really championed to try to bring that number back. Makes sense, I guess. Yeah. I mean, in theory, right? But so Thomas but here. Thomas referenced genetic screening in his concurrence, noting that a baby's gender can be determined by an elective blood test between seven to ten weeks, and that disabilities like Down syndrome can be detected before the end of the first trimester, which would be for twelve weeks. Pairing these tools with unfettered abortion access paves the way to modern day eugenics, Thomas said. And states should have the right to protect unborn children such as uh, from such adjacent discrimination. Um such practices aren't foreign, and this is where this is your question. I didn't. I never thought of abortion eugenics in the same sentence, but the Federalist points out that Margaret Margaret Sanger, she is the founder of Planned Parenthood, uh, was an avid fan of eugenics, and particularly birth control and abortion programs that directly affected minorities. Okay. So I, I did. But a, they're also not forcing these people to have abortions and i did a fact check on margaret sanger and that is that is absolutely correct she was a white woman who believed by use of contraception and abortion that she could reduce the minority population jesus um and and she was a she was an avid racist and she was the founder of planned parenthood 
Um, then I guess maybe there's a, a little um, a little spice to this guy's uh, chicken. Well, yeah. Like when you when you but, look uh, at when you look at yeah. Margaret Sanger, and then you look at what China's done with gender. Yeah, but and then again, you, I mean, you can create a place that's trying to help people, but I guess it, I mean they say Planned Parenthood does tons of abortions, right? Or helps with tons of yeah. abortions. But nobody's forcing these people to no do but, this. But you know what I mean. But it is it, it, over three fourths, somewhere between seventy and eighty percent of all Planned Parenthood clinics are within walking distance of minority neighborhoods. And I'm not shitting on Planned Parenthood, but it was it, the research that I did do alludes to the fact well, because that they're, they're for selectively that, they're selectively well they're also put in place for people that can't afford shit like that, right? Yeah, I mean if you live in a good neighborhood you're probably just gonna i don't know go to your normal doctor and figure it out 100%. and pay for it right i can see both sides of this one though but there's definitely can, there's definitely smoke see. there yeah yeah i think so there's think definitely there's smoke, smoke there i think there's a little smoke you know just when there's smoke when i was just sitting here thinking about when i was can be when i was sitting there thinking about fire. this i thought what if what if what if what if what if we had a modern day hitler who was trying to eradicate you know, mass amounts of, of colored individuals, whether it be Spanish, black, you know, Italian, he just wants white people. And they, I mean, again, China is a great example that you can use a systematic company. China didn't discriminate color, but they discriminated one gender. And now they have a systematic issue. Wow. Yeah. That was their idea. Yeah. So I, I think there's definitely credence to his, his claim. And I think there should be laws to prevent I mean, why yeah. why don't we have laws to prevent just selective abortion? Like, like let's say I'm I'm Hispanic. But that part of it I don't really understand, because what's the selective abortion there? Well, you because you're look because you're electing to abort the child based on either his gender or his race. So, African American woman fucks a white guy and then yep. goes, ah, I don't want a white baby. Take this thing out of me. Let's take a modern day example. Let's look at a, let's say a white man impregnates a black woman and his yeah, family is saying. Southern Baptist, doesn't believe. And they don't want them They to. don't believe. But again, in, they can't force energy. her to. They can't force her, but if she gets pressured into having an abortion that she might not actually really want, you're, you're aborting that fetus on no other, no other issue than their color. I suppose. That's an issue. And you know that's happening. Oh, yeah, yeah, of right? course it does. Yeah, yeah. I'll meet you there for sure. It's a weird thing, though. Yeah. It's a real weird thing. I guess I just assume people are going to make their own decisions and not uh, not let other people make them for them. See, when I think of abortion, I think of like a financial or a, hey, in my in, at this point in my life, yeah. I can't take care can't of a it. child, right? Yeah. I never look at it as... I don't want this male or I don't want this female, but oh wait, yeah, China does like that. that, but China does that do. still. And then you, then you go, okay, well it can't be based on race. Oh wait, Southern white, Southern Baptist. There's definitely Bingo. instances where right? it could. Yeah. Right. Sure. You know, just, as many white people as are against like inner, like inner um, race relationships the, the, the same goes for blacks and when it comes to black time, right I'm just using direction. a classic example that everybody could understand traditional families yeah. want to see you with other traditional families of the same race yeah Hispanics are big on that 
Hispanics want you to stay in the Most Spanics. Most races are. Yeah. yeah. From what I've seen, traditional yeah. Asians, traditional Hispanics, Italians. Italians are huge. They're huge on it. Huge on it. Yeah. Especially if, let's say, it's someone from... That's the old tribal way. Yeah. That's That's just what it is. Especially, let's say, let's even take black out of it. Let's look at someone from Middle Eastern yeah. descent. Like, yeah. whew, that might be the biggest taboo today. Absolutely. Right? No, I, I, I have a ton of Middle Eastern friends. I love them. I, I, I think they're very kind people. And no, they're not highly encouraged to marry their own. That is an insight. That's that's yeah. that's a very cultural based. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. Yeah. It's tribal, old tribal tactics yep. built into us. That's what it is. And I'm astounded that it's 2019 and we're just now, someone's just now speaking up and yeah. did so very eloquently. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good way to put it for sure. Didn't shit on anybody. It was no. like, but was like, hey guys, you know, I think this might this be happening. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> See that? Hey, have you ever had sex? God, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, you ever had, how does that work? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Um, you put it in their forearm and you just mash it around. Um, you ever had sex with a condom and it fall off? Fall off? No, because your dick's not small. Just say no. <laughs> oh, I was trying to think about it. No. Like, how would it fall off? A student who was suspended by his university after a condom incident during an otherwise consensual encounter is suing his former school. What? Yeah, buddy. Makes no sense. Yeah, this was fucking stupid. Uh, good. They didn't. They didn't put his name in this article. Excellent. John Doe claimed he asked Anne for consent before, uh, before they had sex. After about forty-five minutes, they met on a on a dating app. Okay. Decided to hook up. Uh, the female in question did say. It was consensual. Said yes. Yep. You got it. The old how you do ya. Push and believe. After about 45 minutes, however, there was a condom mishap and John had to put a new one on. Okay. <clears throat> John claimed he asked Anne for consent before the unprotected con- contact. So condom mishap fell off or broke. Not really sure. He was like, well, we can kind of continue raw deezy. While I reach over here and get another one. And twice during the short time where he wore no condom. And would say uh, otherwise. Okay. Uh, She wrote, I wasn't comfortable like being penetrated without protection. Ha ha. I guess this was a text to him. It like happened briefly, but it left me pretty confused. Dot, dot, dot. I'm not like mad or going to like IDK try to get you into trouble or anything. I was just confused. She also claims. Confused about what? Just wait. She also claims she's been sexually assaulted a handful of times. Okay. This happened at Yale University, by the way. Uh, Two Mm. weeks later, Ann would tell Yale investigators that the unprotected sexual intercourse, that section that 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 minuscule part of the whole ordeal was non-consensual. So, sex with the condom was consensual. There was a mishap. It became unconsensual. Then he put a condom back on, and then we went back to consensual. Okay. 
Okay. The school investigated him and they ended up suspending him for this. Okay. He's now suing the fucking school as he should. Yeah, fuck him. This yeah, should not absolutely. only be this should not only be overturned, but this should be completely expunged yeah. from his record. Yeah. This should what did uh what did Bueller say the other day to sister redacted. 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 Accord, and according to the lawsuit gave a different version of the events. <laughs> she uh she told another that it was oh, she told another person that it was she who removed the condom. She told the third person that John Doe removed the condom without telling her an act referred to as stealthing. Didn't know that was a thing. Mm. old Stealthing. Yeah. Stealthed me. You ever stealth someone? Apparently. <laughs> Jesus Apparently Christ. She told the Yale investigator the condom came off. They briefly continued to have sex. And then John put a new one on. The panel asked John about his drinking that occurred during the night of the encounter, his past sexual history, and were very abrasive with him, as he described. They questioned him in a, quote, demeaning tone while they were very polite and conciliatory with Anne, whom they even joked with. So, yeah, he is now suing Yale and uh, his he should win this lawsuit. They had consensual sex. You don't go from consensual to non-consensual to consensual yeah. just because of a condom. Yeah. You agreed to have a dick inside. You agreed to have a dick inside. You need to move the fuck on. OK. <laughs> yeah. And then to text him some bullshit like, I don't know. I don't know. How it made me feel. I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't, want, I don't want to get you into trouble like trouble. And then months later, what bring kind it of back fucking up? trouble. How about get off Tinder? Yeah. Get off. You don't need to be on there anymore. You don't need it. You need, you need like the, like need the, Jesus. like the lady doing the leg press at the gym yesterday while on grinder. You need to get off. You need Jesus. Put on one of those vests without the fucking sleeves, get a walking stick and take one. a fucking hike. Take a hike. Take a fucking, I, I read this and I just got mad because yeah. we, we have real instances where, where women and men sometimes are Actual sexually assaulted. Sexual assault, this yeah. is not one this of them. This is some bullshit. And you're going to suspend this poor kid for getting, for doing it the right way. Well, the right way would, the right way would not be on a dating app, but nonetheless, you, you met on the dating app and you actually talked it through and decided yeah. to fuck each other. Got consent. You fucked each other. You, you text afterwards. So you obviously stayed in contact. Mm -hmm. So, you know, by all means, you did it about 75% of the right way. Not mad. Just, I don't know mm. how it made me feel. Just uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Go get not going to get you in trouble. Uh, go get a pregnancy test. Then take your, take your dumb ass to the student health clinic. Get a little screening for the gonorrhea, the SIF. They do it for free and move on with your life. Yeah. It ain't gonna be the first time you're gonna get a little raw deezy, baby. Get over it. It's the best kind. Twelve years strong. <laughs> Twelve years strong. <sighs> well, uh, anything else you want to do? Or I got a few other articles, but considering we're probably gonna be recording in a few more days, <laughs> I'm just gonna hang on to a couple of them. So I know I got you watching a little bit of Game of Thrones, uh, the last know? couple episodes of the season. Uh, and I did a whole breakdown last I, week where I, I went, it. where I, I came unhinged. I heard it. Um, I heard so Jon Snow has checked himself into a wellness retreat, a rehab clinic, because apparently he's suffering from stress, anxiety, depression, and a little bit of uh, alcohol abuse yeah. post finale. 
post for just since yeah. since shooting the finale. Yeah, he says he's just a little sad, a little disgruntled. Don't little, know what little, to do. It's he, over. Yeah. His life will never amount to anything that? else. Is imagine that. that. Imagine that being uh, one of the leads in one of the greatest television shows of all it time. Ends, it ends and then you go, well, my life's over now. I'm going to go to this wellness retreat that costs $120,000 a month hey, well, you know or what? a week. A week? What was it? One twenty a week? Hey, if he's been on one twenty a, a month. If he's been on a downward spiral uh, since uh, they finished shooting, uh, hey, you know what? You need to get help. You get stupid help. More idiot. power to you. Oh, fuck that shit. Don't make me lose respect for you, Jon Snow. Hey, you need some help, you get some help. respect for you. Oh, by all means, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. Yeah. So Come please go get help, but... I mean, I think the situation's a little bullshit, but yeah. you need help, go get help. Yeah. If you or anybody that knows need help, get a, talk to people, man. I'm sure if you just talk to someone or like... Sure, if they just had a mom like you telling you how it is. Yeah. Get their lives turned around real quick. And my last thing was uh, the juice is back in the uh, the, the news. The juice? Is he on the loose? Uh, I mean, yeah, kind of. I mean, he's always on the loose. Always on the loose. There's no telling what he's going to say or Waiting do. Waiting for that 2020 Bronco. Yeah. Um, so his old, uh, his old former manager when he was a football player, Norman Pardo, has been uh, shopping around a documentary concerning the infamous investigation. And um, he's made some headlines by releasing some quotes that he says he has from OJ. And this one in particular is uh, referencing the fact that he, him, well, you know, because it was him and Nicole. Yeah. And he was also real good friends with Rob Kardashian and Kris Jenner. Okay. They're claiming that there might have been a little bit of wife swapping going on. I don't doubt it. And um, one of the, the quote I had from the juice he said uh on one particular night their friendship took a drastic turn man this is written this was written by a by author of course uh oj said he stood up and they were in a hot tub chris and uh i'm sorry uh, nicole and rob went back in the house so it left oj and chris jenner in the hot tub oj said he stood up pulled his shorts down and i'll give you exactly what he said quote her eyes bugged out of her head, and I fucked that bitch until I broke her. Juice is on the loose. She came to OJ's room later and said, can you take me to the hospital? And he looked at her and he said, no, have Rob take you. <laughs> God damn it, man. Juice is on the loose. <laughs> This is buck wild. This guy has lived a life, man. Of course he has. He got away with murder. Yeah. Took a joyride in a Bronco on the 401. Did some time in jail for some petty shit. For for stealing back his, his own, own memorabilia. memorabilia. <laughs> <laughs> Wrote a book that said, basically, I did it. Did it. And now he, he, he literally ripped Kris Jenner new hole. New hole. Ah, oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's an episode. That's one. We'll call it abortion eugenics. Same sentence? Abortion question mark. Eugenics or uh, gave her a new hole. I don't know. We'll come up with it. To toss up. Anyway. All right. Well, that's it. Yeah. One more thank you to anybody that served and 
any first responders, any, uh, any yeah. people on the front line. Yeah. We have our freedom because of you. Yeah. Shout out Baby Carrots. Oh, show Baby Carrots. This episode has been brought to you by Baby Carrots. 50.